Welcome back to this bonus episode of the All in the Homeschool Day podcast. I'm answering another reader question. And if you have a question that you want answered on the podcast, go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash contact. And you can either type that that question in or you can record a voice message. If you leave me a voice message, I will include that on the podcast when I answer your question. So today's question is how do I choose what resources to use among the endless number of choices? Mm, That is such a good question. I feel like there's always something better that I could be doing, should be doing. I meet uh, readers who will say, are you familiar with, and they'll list off a resource or a new curriculum company. And honestly, there are so many resources now that I haven't heard about many of them, especially if it's a resource that would have been for the younger years. My kids are in high school now. And so I've lost touch with a lot of those resources just because I haven't been looking for them. So that brings us back to the question, how do we choose what to use? especially when there are so many good resources available and when there are so many that are coming out all the time. I'm sure that you've probably had friends say, you really need to check this out. And that does not help you in that decision-making process. So I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Go back to your homeschool mission statement and your goals. When you look at what Uh, resources to use based on the objective you're trying to achieve, it makes it a lot easier to make that decision. So I want to give you a couple of guidelines to consider as you are considering resources. The first is to evaluate the resource based on if they will help you meet your goals. There have been times that I found a resource and it perfectly dovetailed with my goals. And then there are other times that the same resource would not help. I can think of times when one of my daughters really used that resource well, and it was a perfect fit for her. And then my other child, like it was just not a good fit at all. So even though a resource might be a good fit at one time, continue to evaluate if you want to use that again, if it's still helping you to meet your goals. Another thing that you can sit, can that you can consider is does it meet your needs? I needed resources that did not require a lot of weekly or daily prep work. I knew that it wouldn't get done. I like to plan our entire year in advance. I know things are going to change. I know that I will need to make tweaks that I might need to find a different resource to use, but if I have to do do a lot of prep work on a regular, ongoing basis, I just cannot uh, get that done. That's not the way that my brain was designed. What tends to happen is that we read a lot of books and we only do a few hands-on projects. And you can imagine that that dovetails in with why I don't like the prep work. So the hands-on projects require me to gather resources and to have things ready and that just doesn't work well with my needs. On the flip side, you should also consider if a resource meets your child's needs. There were some books that friends would recommend 
that we read that their children loved, and they did not work for us. Uh, a couple, I can still remember which books they were because they were good books. I mean, I previewed them in the elementary years and enjoyed them. I thought they, this would be a great fit, except for the fact that I have pretty sensitive children, and so it would have been too much at that time for them. There were some times that I would save that resource and we might use it in a future year, two, three, four years later when they had matured enough that they weren't as sensitive to those resources. And it might be different for each child. Um, I had one daughter use a textbook for biology and for the other one, we pulled resources together that would make the subject a better fit for her. So I hope that that gives you a little bit of guideline as you think about what resources to use and how to make those choices. If you do not have your homeschool mission statement, I would encourage you to write one, at least to think about why are you homeschooling and what are your goals. I'll leave a link in the show notes to a post that can help you to write your homeschool mission statement if you want to do that. Until next time, have a triumphant day. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.